0: hello and welcome back to the tanning booth podcast so everybody's been talking about barbie i mean of course you know and i i'm not gonna lie i'm usually one of those people that tries to hop on things a little after the hype died down i watched white lotus months after it came out you know i never watched tiger king i'm one of those bitches that when you're like oh you know the office i'm like i've never seen the office i'm usually one of those Type of people. Well, yes. It's like I could watch Tiger King or I could watch how Reese's Cups are made at 2 a.m. And that's that's my tea. Uh, But anyway, I'm not going to lie. People intrigued me very quick with this because I thought this was just going to be a cute little rom-com. I was expecting, you know, some fun laughs. And and don't get me wrong. I got a chuckle in. But as soon as people started calling this movie devastating. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to tune in. But here's the deal. One. I don't know about y'all, but I get really bad movie theater anxiety. If you know, you know. And I will be watching the entrances and exits the whole damn movie. I, I'm like paranoid as a bitch. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, where's the closest exit? And that's horrible. Girl, we live in an America. But um, at the end of the day, I, I get really bad movie theater anxiety, right? And two, I hate, 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 hate crying in the movie. Because then I feel like people are looking at you like, damn, you're sniffling and shit that happened during a star is born. The whole movie, you know, people are enjoying the performances and I'm like <laughs> And then people are turning around looking at me. I was like, wait a damn minute. This is something's not right here. So um anyway, between those two things, let's just say I had a 3 AM showing a Barbie from my bed. <laughs> um honey, I got I got on that one, two, three. Um, and listen, 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 listen. I would like to clarify before y'all clown me. I will be taking my mother to see this movie. So I will be seeing it at the AMC. Let's just say I got a preview performance from my bed. And that's okay. And that's okay. So I will be supporting the Barbie movie. And I hell, I might even buy one of those damn $25 popcorn buckets when I go. But let's just say I did watch it in the comfort of my home yesterday at 3 a.m. I filmed my reaction right after I finished it, and y'all need to hear this. Y'all need to hear this footage. I put it on my Snap Story and I immediately deleted it because I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But I had my Trisha Paytas moment. Listen to this. I can't here <laughs> yeah, right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot remember the last fucking time that. I have had such a reaction to a fucking movie. <laughs> oh my god, like, I'm just so fucking grateful for the women in my life, like, it was so fucking stupid. Um, so let's get into it. Just a little public disclaimer, I will be spoiling the Barbie movie from here on out, so if you have not watched the Barbie movie yet, there will be spoilers, okay. Um, your income has been affected, you know, me? So, first and foremost... When I was going into the Barbie movie, I love Margot Robbie. I do. And I really, honestly, don't have too personal of a connection to Barbies as a whole. Um, I remember when I was little, um, that's the thing about a good movie, bitch. It gets you nostalgic. You start thinking about the memories. But I, I remember when I was little, um, I had a high school musical to birthday party. It was specifically 2 because um, we wanted to do that summer golf course thing. I, I had lays for everybody. You know, it's beautiful. But I had a High School Musical 2 birthday party. And I remember that people came and they bought me the Troy Barbie. And I remember how uncomfortable I was. And I was like, okay, you're buying me a Barbie, which either you think I got a little sugar in my tea or you're trying to support me being a man, which I don't think men would want a Barbie of another man. So, either way, I was just very confused. You know, I, yes, I was hosting a high school musical birthday party, but girl, they played baseball in that movie. So it was. (laughs) So, you know what? You know what? I was supporting the athletics, okay? But I really didn't have much of a personal connection to Barbie. And I, you know, it was never that I wasn't allowed to play. Um, But I will say, so funny enough i was kind of talking about the barbie movie with my dad when i came back home a while ago and he told me i was at my grandparents house on his side and i would go over there and one of my cousins had all her barbies over there and i do not remember this but apparently i was playing with them and you know My dad, which my dad's the sweetest man ever, but my dad made a comment kind of like, oh, you know, we need to get him some Hot Wheels over here. We need to get him, you know, some monster trucks over here. And apparently, my grandma stepped up and she was like, he can play with whatever he wants while he's here. Yes, mother. Yes, mother. And... Oh, my God. Okay, girl, don't give me... I'm I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm going to be a damn emotional mess this whole fucking podcast. The fact that this movie... Brought both of those memories to me in a way that, like, struck me so hard. Um, I cannot even imagine what it was like for my ladies out there watching this movie. For many reasons. Because just the nostalgia that this brought out. And just the memories of just childhood and innocence. And, you know, kind of, like, we're going to get into it. But just, like, the theme of, like, not knowing what what is out in the world, the good and the bad. You know what I mean? There's so much to explore and so much hope and like faith in the world. That theme being a core theme of this movie just, just wrecked everybody. Um, So starting off, I just kind of want to go into the, like the, the surface level shit. One, we need to talk about the set design because that was literally incredible just the way, like, I, the details, the, the way that when she poured the milk, there was no milk in there, um, the pool not being an actual pool, just being the flat plastic, um, oh my god, just everything, just, we just fucking believe that you're the Barbie people, we didn't need you to go, like, above and beyond to, like, um, you know, put joints on them, or edit them a certain way, like, oh my gosh, it just, ugh, like, we have seen it time and time again, we're, like, bad editing of, like, people can like ruin the whole movie. The way they edited Ben Platt in Dear Evan Hansen, like literally no one was even talking about the movie anymore. It was how bad the editing looked on their, on the people with this. They were just like, girl, you're you, your concealer isn't blended today. Okay. Who who gives a damn? You know? And I think that helped so much because it was just like, I didn't have to worry about anything. I could just be chill and like watch the damn movie. Another thing we have to talk about. The soundtrack was incredible. Um, I actually love that we knew a good chunk of the movie going into it. I think it helped enjoy the experience a little bit more. I am a person that I like experiencing things before I go in. Like, I at least need to kind of know what I'm in for, like, a little bit. And just kind of, like, knowing a couple scenes and knowing the music and going into the movie, I could, like, enjoy it. Like, I am one of those people when I go see a concert, I try and go see it again in another city because I'm always, like, I always, like, need to see it again to kind of, like, the first time I can just be surprised by it and the second time I can, like, the second time I can just, like, ease into it. And with Barbie, like, I love how we knew so much going in. That made it, like, and there were still so many surprises. That's the thing. Like, it was such a good balance of, like, knowing a lot, but also, like, they didn't give away anything that was, like, crazy, like – I think the moments that they kept a surprise were just so good. For me, I am a sucker for indie editing. And I'm sure there's like a film bro word for that. Some film bro is going to DM me and let me know what this is, but I love when a film all of a sudden flips into like the super 8 or like the flashbacks or like the editing's different, it has like a grain to it or whatever and For Barbie being so flashy and so big budget, damn, they had a lot of, like, indie movie moments. Um, Bones and All. I think about Bones and All. and If y'all have seen Bones and All, y'all need to watch it. It's amazing. But um, Bones and All has a lot of editing choices where they just show, like, a straight shot of, like, them setting in the middle of the, like— fucking grass. And it's, like, so artsy, so beautiful. And it, like, it really doesn't add anything or take anything away to the plot. It's just beautiful. For this, oh my god. Just the moments that they chose to, like, at pretty much every time Barbie dissociated, it just turned into, like, this beautiful Tumblr indie fantasy. It was just beautiful. And... I mean, obviously, we're talking about the ending sequence, but we'll get to that. But we'll get to that. Um, If I was to comment on anything, I will say I was shocked at a lot of things in this movie. One of them being that I didn't really necessarily care about Will Ferrell's character. I know that's kind of the point, but I was glad that they kind of just set him out of the way. Um, You know, like, obviously, he was there to a degree, but he wasn't threatening I wasn't like, oh, he's an asshole. Like, they really did a good job of just making him like, oh, you man. You know, it wasn't like he was, like, scary or, like, hunting her down. And I honestly thought that that's what it was going to be. I thought he was going to, like, capture her and, like, throw her in the box or whatever. But, like, they did a really good job of making him very low stakes. I wasn't like – the worst thing about a movie sometimes is when the villain shows up, like, 40 fucking times. And you're just like, okay, are you going to shoot the bitch or are you going to sit down? At this point. Like, I know I'm supposed to be rooting for the main character, but, like, oh, my God, at this point, just shoot her. Like, if you really are just going to be chasing the whole fucking movie, like, go ahead and get it done. You know, like, you are just exhausting at this point. And that's how I, like, I was so worried that it was just going to be a whole montage of, like, Will Ferrell, like, chasing her as soon as it got introduced. But, no, it was so chill. This, okay, I'm just going to get to it. We just have to get into it. Margot Robbie was acting her fucking ass off. And... Two scenes that really stuck out to me that I want to talk about. When Margot Robbie was talking to Ken, they just took back Barbie Land from it being the Ken takeover. And she was talking to him, and she was saying, you know, you are you. Like, what makes you you is just being yourself. It's not what you're surrounded with. It's not what you have. It's about who you are. That is something that really – I think a lot of us forget and it really hit me. I was already tearing up at that point. She was just saying like we get so caught up in like what we do, what our job is, what our friends do. What, you know, what our friends mean to us, what, you know, what we love, what our favorite music is. You know, it's all these descriptors and it's all things outside of us. It's all how the things outside of us relate to us. I am my favorite restaurants. I am my clothes. I am my hairdo. I am what makeup look I have on. I am, you know, what's in my tote bag. And it's very comforting sometimes because it's like it's what we can control You know, if someone wants to know me for my coffee order, I can switch my coffee order anytime, if that makes sense. But what she was saying was like, it's so much better when what makes you, you in your head is like your sense of humor, your heart, your, your passions, your dreams, your thoughts, your critiques, your opinions, um what makes you happy what makes you sad what makes you you know what what invokes a feeling of like love in you you are what's in your heart you know that's you and living truthfully in that and really striving to like embrace that and love that about yourself you know love your emotions love your highs and lows that's what it's all about and you know that's what ken was missing is he And she says, I just love that. I love that moment where she, she's like, I want to be the best me and I want you to be for you. And then we can, we can get together, but you need to know who the fuck you are. And oh my God, how many men have y'all wanted to say that to? And, you know, friends, you've wanted to say that too. It's like, honey, you need to know who you are and you need to be happy sitting in the house alone by yourself and knowing yourself and be happy being with you before you're with me. We are all so individual. And, you know, Ken going into the real world and getting pretty much boxed into that like toxic masculinity, basically, like was the angle they were going for. But like he didn't get to pick what made him happy or like live truthfully by what made him happy. It was, well, this should be what you like, or this should be what you do, or this should be how you feel because of the group you're in or whatever. And I think that is something that all of us hit when we're growing up. You know, I was not truthfully, truthfully, I was not watching Hannah Montana when I was little because everybody else was watching Hannah Montana. I was watching it because bitch, I caught up with her and I loved her. Like I loved them. I loved the whole cast. But now there's a lot of things that I like that I'm like, I don't think I would have got into this unless I felt like I needed to or I felt like everyone else was doing it or whatever. Right. I don't know if I would have watched this movie unless I saw everybody posting about it. You know, like those are things like that where it's like we're so separated from what we truly want or what we truly desire right now. So that like base of like individuality is really vital. Doing things for you, doing things just because, you know, and I'm happy with I'm happy with just doing things for me before anyone else gets involved. That's the key there. And I loved I loved that part of the movie. So the ending. I think I was crying. I already was tearing up when she was talking to Ken. Because Barbie was so real. Oh, my God. Listen to me. Margot Robbie was so real in that moment. She pretty much dropped the character. She sounded Australian and certain parts of that. Like she sounded like she almost had her like original dialect at certain parts, which I'm sure was intentional, but like, she just was becoming human, really slow, and I was like, "Oh, I see where this is going, and it's about to wreck me. <laughs> it was like, And oh my God, I'm going to get emotional." Um, it was so beautiful when she was talking to the inventor of Barbie, and she says, you know, I don't know what you expect me to be. Like, what do you want me to be? And she's like, I don't want to control you. I I just want you to do what you want to do. You know, I, I was overseeing you. I was looking after you for a little bit. I was like, you know, she was kind of like helicopter parenting her when she first made her. But now she's like, You can become whatever you want to become now because I trust you and I believe in you. And I think that is something we all need to hear, especially from our mothers. We need to hear, it's your turn to take over the wheel. You know, like, obviously, if you need me, I'm here, but it is your turn to take over the wheel. And that moment, I mean, bitch, it sent me into a spiral. So when that montage started... Everybody's friends, family, and, like, crew members' childhoods from the movie. So it's, like, personal home footage. That really just reminded us what the whole fucking movie was about. And really retapping into that just childhood joy and childhood just, like, Innocence and just care for yourself. And just faith in the world. And they did that with just home video and a Billie Eilish song. Which, mind you, that song sprinkled throughout the movie. Fuck you, Greta. Because that was actually crazy. Like, I cannot even believe. It feels so good to see a movie and not feel like, well, yeah, it was alright. Genuinely... I hope that this sparks conversations. And you know what? This is one huge point that I want to make, too. Oh my god, I'm like I just got my second win. This is one huge point I want to make, too. It irritates the shit out of me. The fact that this movie came out and immediately was shut down by certain media outlets because they're saying like, "Oh, it's goddamn it's woke, it's feminist shit." Oh my god. Pay attention to the point the movie is fucking making and just respect that someone had a viewpoint and had a vision because regardless if you relate to that or not, this is the reality for so many women in our lives. This is the reality for so many people in the in the fucking country, in the world, that they feel like... They are in a world that is built against them. They're in a world that is not designed for them to thrive. That is a reality. And what pisses me the fuck off is the fact that even though that is so many people's reality, people are just like, oh, that's not fucking real. This is just woke shit. Oh my God, have some fucking sympathy and compassion, even if this isn't your own personal life. Like for me, I have not experienced a lot of things that women have experienced, obviously. But at the same time, I walked to that movie and I related to so much of it. I understood so much of it. It, it. It brought me back to the feeling of just in childhood where I just had so much faith in the world and the people around me. Like, that was what the movie gave me. Like, Jesus Christ, I can fucking respect the fact that the movie meant more to certain people, but it still changed me. And, unfortunately, a lot of people in this world struggle with the concept of walking in other people's shoes. And this movie, the reaction that people have had to this movie is very much proof of that. Anyway, not only is this a movie that I think is for the mothers in our lives, but it's just for the people that need a fucking break and need just a moment of validation and pat on the back that says, you know what, listen, you can do whatever you set your mind to, but at the same time know that this world sometimes is just not built for you to succeed, so it's not gonna be easy. And it was a very, you know, fuck the world movie, but at the same time, it wasn't like give up. It very much was like, oh, no, 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 you can do it. You can totally fucking do it, but it's not going to be easy. And as harsh as that reality is, it is something that I have to remind myself every fucking day because the thing is, like, no one is putting a gun to my head and forcing me to be creative. No one is forcing me to be myself. No one is forcing me to make connections with people. I have to do that all myself, and as soon as it's not easy, a lot of times I give up. But when I persevere and when I push through is when the magic happens. And that's when I start really seeing things change in my life is when I push through that moment of like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this. And honestly, there's another theme I got from the movie. You know, greatness is out there waiting for us. And like, unfortunately, it's not easy and unfortunately for a lot of people, it is easier if you sit on your ass. They don't want you to thrive. They don't want you to push this like they don't want you to push boundaries. They don't want you to try and crack the fucking system. Obviously. Because for some people it's easier if nothing changes. Because we get so caught up in the system. It's like, oh, of course, you know, just like the fucking writer's strike that's happening right now. It's like, I'm not gonna fucking they're not gonna pay you anymore until like drastic shit has to fucking happen and like this you know this whole like overthrow the patriarchy shit but like literally that's what the whole movie was getting at it's like we have to start questioning things we have to really like be willing to like step into that discomfort and say is this world like really working right now because honestly nine times out of ten the answer is fucking no And obviously the whole world is not going to work for everybody always. But at the same time, it's like when a vast majority of the world is like, what the fuck is going on right now? You kind of have to sit back and be like, okay, what can we do to like edit this? What can we do to change this? You know, what can we do? Like, that's what the movie was bringing up. And that's the thing. If everybody would just watch that movie with an open mind, at least a couple discussions are going to happen with your family, with your friends, with whatever, like that is going to spark something in you. Like for me... I cannot wait to see this movie with my mom. My mom is a businesswoman. My mom is a fucking entrepreneur. My mom is a creative. My mom is whatever. But I will always hear my mom put herself down. And it's almost this defense mechanism because it's just the expectation is, you know, I'm not the greatest at this so I so people aren't going to like appreciate me or value what I'm doing. It's like, who the fuck is the greatest? Because even the greatest singer in the world to somebody is shit to somebody else. Look at Beyonce. How many people you see hating on Beyonce? And it's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. So someone is that is the greatest to me to someone else is like, man, fuck that shit. That's whack, you know? But that's, I can't wait to see this with my mom. Because it's like, man, if you think it's great, then it is great. If you're proud of it, then that's that's all that fucking matters At at the end of the day. It's like, you are doing something you know that's what it's about it's like getting out and doing and you know it's being proud and not listening to what the fuck society is telling you about what you think or what you do or how you feel it's like god damn it if i trust my heart and trust my mind and i know that i bring good to the world and that i am capable whatever comes out of my brain or whatever i put from pen to paper is like it's good hearted it's it's it it has the ability to change somebody's life just by getting out there. Like, I don't know how many times I have had dumb ass conversations with friends and it changed my life. But think about that. If they would have been sitting in the car going, well, that's stupid. I'm not going to bring that up. You know, no one's going to understand what I'm talking about. It's like, no, they said it. And I'm like, you know what? I completely get you. And not only do I get you, I needed to hear that. I don't know. I just, I love just like, watching movies and like reading books and stuff like that and it it just allowing it to like make me think and change me and like that is what barbie did and the fact that i was just expecting like those little like dick off rom-com is crazy because it really was like excellent um so, at the end of the day, this whole podcast was just to show that, like, you know, I am a man written by a woman, so, like... <laughs> so, like, you see, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I really... I understand you, women. Like, I understand you. no, like, fucking Lord. No, how many men are you going to see, like, that are going to change their Tinder bios and they're going to be like, I want to be your kin. I'm a kin. Like, I have Kinergy. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, actually, shut the fuck up. But, like, no. But at the end of the day, like, men, please go watch this movie challenge. Um. And also, like listen some me your dms i'm curious what you guys like felt about the movie like we need to get into it um next week will probably not be another film review because i am not seeing oppenheimer no shade i get fucking anxiety about loud noises so i'm not gonna go see that damn movie i'm sorry love you love you oppenheimer but i can't do it baby <laughs> okay anyway um thank you for listening um i will see you guys next week bye